Good morning, my friends. Man, it has been a little while since my last episode. First of all, welcome back to all you listeners. Second of all, I'm sorry for my hiatus. Um, A couple of things have been going on, but the biggest one is that my son, my our fifth child, Lewis, was born, and uh, that he was born just over a month ago. And so, because of that, we've been a little bit in survival mode. Uh, but I've I've recommitted. Um, I had this awesome conversation this week with one of my coaching clients, uh, who is crushing it and you know just doing fantastic. And uh, that conversation, just in in the spirit of accountability, said, "Hey, you know, if you're if you're going to keep growing in this way, I'm going to commit to hopping back on and just doing the podcast, even if it is." not convenient and difficult there are people who need to hear this message so <laughs> so this is for you i'm doing this for you um now i wanted to like for my first episode back i wanted to share something that's been on my mind and it's going to be returning back to mindset and first and foremost i see this time and again is that mindset is the precursor the prerequisite to success i'm a christian I believe in a God, and I believe that that God wants me to be rich. I believe he wants you to be rich too. And I believe he cares about these things because he knows that I can live out my best self. I can have the biggest impact. I can do the most good. I can serve the most people. I can feel at peace to focus on my family. I can see the beauty of his world by traveling because I have the funds that come from wealth. I believe that God wants me to be rich in a righteous way and not for the love of money, but for the love of God. And, uh, and so that is my sincere belief. And for that reason, I have chosen to develop wealth on a creative plan by creating an extraordinary business. If you've been following my podcast, I started Patronus Energy. It's an engineering technology firm that's grown. We grew it. And in our, my particular case, did not take on any debt, did not have any investment. I own it 100% and have systematically followed a framework to grow that business in a way that has let me achieve freedom. Now, I, don't, I, I still have a lot of lot loftier financial goals <laughs> to achieve more wealth and, and generational wealth, but it has been a vehicle for me to be able to travel full time with my family and have extraordinary experiences in extraordinary places. If you've been following us on Instagram, my Instagram is extraordinary. Well, my Instagram is at Barrow Steve. My wife posts more about our adventures at uh, Expanded Life Family. And you can follow us there. We're currently in a city called San Miguel de Allende in Guanajuato, Mexico. And it's fantastic. We're not here being tourists. We're here experiencing this part of the world. And it's beautiful. It's magnificent. We have fun experiences. We have challenges. We, have, we get to see things that are different about you know, where I would grew up in the United States and how the culture is different here. Our kids are learning a new language. And, um, and on top of all this, I, I get to spend time, real time, with my family, with my wife, with my kids. I get to, I got to deliver my son in my house, right? We had a home birth. <laughs> and so I'm just saying that that, <clears throat> that 
is the life that we wanted to engineer and design. <coughs> Excuse me. And so we did. And, but in order to achieve this, I, I have had to believe <clears throat> and maintain the belief that, that there exists a being, a deity, who, you know, I call him God. He's my father, uh, my heavenly father. And I, I believe that with all my heart that he exists and he wants me to be wealthy. And he wants me to see this beautiful world that he created and that it's not in his desire that I just, that I am born and that I die and that in between those two events, you know, there's a handful of dollars in a bank account and a few promotions and you know, achievements and a house and a car, right? I, I want there to be more than that in between those events. And so um, let me just expound more about what I mean about like, how God wants me and he wants you to be rich and wealthy. <clears throat> and, and that's because he himself has created all wealth. Like he, he's created all the gold and silver and all the, you know, dollars and pesos and Bitcoin. Like he, he created these things as, as tools that people can use if they choose to go lift other people up to go serve other people, to go see the world. So anyway, um, that, that is how I wanted to start off this podcast episode is just expressing my sincere belief and desire that, that that is true. Now, how do we do that? How do we generate wealth? How do we get rich? Well, let me say there's not, it, it, well, I'll, I'll say first that there is a science and it's an exact science of getting rich. There's a framework that if you follow it's predictable, it's consistent, and it happens every time. And it's, it's not occult or super secret, right? Um, and I, I will share that with you here in this podcast. <clears throat> uh, it's simple. It's not necessarily easy because I think some of us have been raised and have acquired biases through trauma and different things that, ha- that make it hard for us to grasp it, but it is simple. And anyone, I'm talking about any man, woman, child, can, can practice the science of getting wealthy. Uh, again, it's an exact science. It's a formula. I'm an engineer by background and trade, and so I love formulas. I love inputs and outputs and inefficiencies and figuring out how to improve them, right? So I love speaking in these terms, and there is a formula. There is an exact science in getting rich. Now, it's not based on location, Otherwise, you'd see everyone in one zip code being extremely wealthy and everyone in another being extremely poor. Or, you know, if you know, you see trends like, well, if you want to be rich, move to Texas. And if you want to be poor, move to California. <laughs> there might be some truth to that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But no, in Texas and California, in every state, in every zip code, you'll find rich people and you'll find poor people. And, and so there's not that there is something to be said about proximity. Uh, and we've talked, I think we've shared that before. Like if you hang around people who are, are wealthy and have a great mindset, then they will be a great influence and they'll help you grow. Um, but that's really limited to your closest five friends, right? And I think Jim Rohn is the first to kind of express that. There's a saying in Spanish that says, muéstrame con quien andas y te diré quien eres. Uh, loosely translated means like show me who you hang out with and I'll tell you who you are and that's true so like there is some proximity basically if, if your top five friends are all wealthy people who understand finances and 
ingenuity and building enterprises and things like that, then the odds are is like you're going to care about those things too. And if they care about exercise and you know wealth, or if they care about you know a solid marriage and relationship and parenting, and they're just awesome, round, well-rounded people, then the odds are they're going to they're collectively going to be a great influence on you to be better. But it, it's limited to that close sphere, right? So it's incorrect to assume like, well, I live in Detroit, so I can't, you know, be rich. <laughs> That's not true. There's plenty of rich people in Detroit, and there's plenty of poor people too. Um, so it's not that. Uh, second myth is that it really does not matter what your vocation is, right? People say, well, if I'm gonna get rich, I gotta be, a, you know, a doctor or engineer. I gotta be a, you know. Um, whatever, fill in the blank. It's like, I got to be X, Y, Z to be rich. But the truth is, is that there are, you know, people in, there are doctors who are rich, to be sure. There are also doctors who are broke. They're dirt broke as a joke. There are school teachers who are scraping by, and there's also school teachers who are extremely wealthy, millionaires. And so we can see, well, it's not vocation, it's not location um, and and you say well what about people who start with capital like I, I'm not a trust fund baby <laughs> and so sir, like you can find trust fund babies who perpetuate the wealth and continue to be rich you can also find trust fund babies who squander their inheritance squander it all lose it all in our dirt poor broke as a joke um, and don't have a clue and then you find people who started with nothing. Racks to riches story is not is not weird. And so, and then you might say, well, I'm not naturally smart. Listen, there, there's smart people who are wealthy, and there's smart people who are not. <laughs> and there, and I, we probably know a couple of foolish people who are wealthy too. And you say, well, shoot, they shouldn't have all that money. <laughs> um, but what I'm trying to convey here is that if it's not all these things, then what is it? Well, the science of getting rich refers to a particular way in which you approach your life. It's a philosophy, it's a mindset. It's not a, necessarily about what you do, it's about how you do it, in what way. And we're gonna talk about that in this next season of the Extraordinary Business Life Podcast. Super excited about it, can't wait to see you there. Tune in, as always, leave comments, find me on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, catch you on the flip side.